0: Hey there, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. Thanks for joining me on the Chaos to Calm podcast, a podcast designed for women over 40 who think that changing hormones might be messing with their mood, metabolism, and energy and want to change that in a healthy, sustainable, and permanent way. Each episode, will explore topics related to health and wellness for women in their 40s, like what the heck is happening to your hormones, what to do about it with nutrition, lifestyle and stress management, and inspiring conversations with guests sharing their insights and tips on how to live your best life in your 40s and beyond. So if you're feeling like you're in the midst of a hormonal storm and don't want perimenopause to be horrific, then join me on Chaos to Calm as I share with you how to make it to menopause without it wrecking your relationships and life. Hello and welcome to the Chaos to Calm podcast, where we discuss each week how to master the chaos of changing hormones, mood, metabolism, and energy in your 40s and beyond. I'm Sarah, the perimenopause naturopath, your host today for episode number 13, Lucky for Some. And today I'm talking about what I reckon must be one of the most Googled questions. I'm kind of guessing, but I'm also have done a little bit of research and that question is why can't i lose weight in perimenopause and um you know what it's you might know what it's like you might know someone who knows what it's like after you turn 40 you start to notice that over time you get that creeping gain around your abdomen that abdominal adiposity and maybe getting a bit softer and squishier around the middle your kids might like it it's a nice soft pillow (laughs) mum that's what mine used to say um, to me but I used to hate it because it made my clothes uncomfortable you know my jeans cut in around the middle too tight and um, yeah get that muffin top happening so um, yeah there's lots of reasons why we'll discuss a few today and I'm sure I'll probably talk about this again another time but What I want you to know is that there really is no quick fix for this scenario. We can be efficient with it. That's definitely what I offer my clients. And one size fits all solutions. Those cookie cutter, you know, meal plans or do this shake thing or meal replacement or a generic PT meal plan. They're not going to solve the problem. They're not going to do what you want them to do and certainly not in the long term. So if you find yourself gaining weight in this phase of life and you might be eating a normal amount of food, maybe you're doing all the right things, air quotes around that, and, you know, you're doing the things that we're told are the right things are eat less, move more, you know, it can be skipping meals or restricting your calories, you know, that's the sort of thing that we're told works, (laughs) which I guess your 40s shows you do not work and that is not as easy as that because you you know like you could just look at a takeaway and feel like you gain weight from that at this phase of life while everyone's assuming you're just eating heaps of junk food or ultra processed food and and um, yeah doing all those things as well so let's have a look at some reasons why you might be gaining weight that are not to do with eating too much and moving too little so first up, I want to say that we are all unique beings. So it doesn't make sense that generic plans or, you know, ideas around weight loss are going to work for all of us. We're all different. Our hormones are fluctuating and at different rates and, and phases every day of the week and even through the day. They're different. So, yeah, uh, your reason for gaining weight Maybe slightly different to someone else's. And you know, I'm a big fan of personalized nutrition and, and a personalized approach to healthcare. And this is certainly no different. It needs to be adjusted to you. Research tells us that people that follow personalized um, plans or uh, ways of, of styles of eating based on their genetic makeup, that study was lost more weight compared to those on standard diets. You know those generic aspects to uh, weight loss—they don't take into account you, your biochemistry, like what's happening in your bloodstream, your nutrient levels, the phase of life that you're in. So, yeah, that's a, that's a big reason uh, that you can't lose weight. Maybe you're following a generic plan—it's not going to work for you. There, you need to understand what is driving your weight gain. Okay. Another major, major reason that you might be struggling to lose weight is you're actually under eating. Uh huh. I know I see it all the time I, and people find it really shocking <laughs> because, you know, dieting's. Eating less, that's supposed to help you lose weight, right? That's what we're told. We're told that from a very young age. You think back, I bet you remember your mum or your aunties or um, older women in your life when you were a child and a teen. They were on a diet. They were missing, cutting out foods, restricting calories and, and all of that sort of thing. Your body is really smart. I think you've heard me mention that before. Its number one goal is to protect you and a baby if there's a baby growing now we might know that's not going to happen but your body is primal it doesn't know that and so if you cut your calories right down or or skip meals and and reduce what you're eating it's going your body's going to cling to your energy stores like what is coming in and store it as fat so that you know maybe it freaks it out puts it into famine mode I've talked about that before as well, sends a message to your thyroid and tells your thyroid to slow down to protect those stores as well and also get you to do less. So you're using less energy there as well. And it ramps up our friend cortisol, our stress response hormone. And that the sequelae, the flow on from that is that insulin resistance picture and fat storage mode. So eating less it actually impacts your metabolism. Your body switches off and goes into fat storage mode and your weight can climb. Also you feel hungry and irritated. <laughs> so the outcomes are not great. And yeah you know I how I feel about intermittent fasting. It can fall into this category here because your fasting window might be too small and you might spend a lot of the rest of your day hungry and that is a trigger for your body we don't want you to be hungry I say it to my clients all the time i don't want you to be hungry so we will increase their food to lose weight which i know to can feel like counterintuitive for many of you because we're all raised in an era where move more and eat less was the common weight loss advice so um There's lots of women come to me restricting calories and have gained weight or, you know, skipping meals and all that sort of thing. So I want you to really focus on nourishing your body with nutrient-dense foods and making sure you have sufficient protein intake to support your metabolism and minimize your cravings and keep you fuller for longer. Protein is king it's the boss. Um, So don't forget, I have a freebie. You can find it in my show notes. That is the balanced meal formula, and that will help you with um, how to lay out your plate or set your plate up to make sure that you have the nutrients that you need for health, your hormone health and balance, and to avoid gaining weight, to try and um, avoid that there. So um, yeah, research tells us that adequate protein intake is super important for supporting satiety, fullness and preserving your lean muscle mass. That's another thing that can trigger off um, binge eating and, and weight gain is eating too little protein. So when you're skimping on your calories or counting calories and restricting foods and intake, you will probably lose muscle mass more than fat mass. And that triggers your body into um Want making you eat and eat and eat and eat um until you build that muscle mass back up again, so under eating under nutrient under nutrienting is that even a word i'm gonna I'm gonna be bold and invent that one now that's terrible <laughs> under nourishing yourself is actually what I want to say there um anyway, so under doing those things under nourishing now another reason overdoing everything else so I'm thinking of Emily uh, one of my clients in the past and she was an F45 lover so she was in that I'm going to F45 and doing you know flogging herself multiple times a week as well as working full-time having kids doing the sport routine with them she had a lot on like you like most of the women that are in their 40s that I speak to it's a busy phase of life and you have a lot on your plate so adding in lots of heavy duty high intensity exercise to try and create that calorie gap or you know use more energy than what you've got coming in can increase cortisol as well and again and insulin resistance and fat storage it's really stressful for your body and it's not necessary i ask my clients not to exercise for the first few weeks and they lose weight (laughs) amazing it's like it goes against everything that you've been told in your own entire life but that this was also true for Emily so she paused her exercise was losing weight and then she was like but I really love my f45 so she went back to it guess what happened it stalled her progress she stopped losing weight it's too inflammatory it's too stressful in the body so she reduced her f45ing and added in some other strength training and gentle movement of body like yoga pilates that kind of thing and guess what losing weight again (laughs) so there are many studies that show us how chronic stress and high cortisol levels can increase your abdominal fat and influence your metabolism and create dysfunction there as well So don't forget a nice mix of cardiovascular exercise, strength training, restorative practices like yoga, meditation, much nicer and help manage your stress levels, which is also another way that you're overdoing it. Like I mentioned before, how busy my client Emily was. I bet that's you, too, because like everyone I talk to. (laughs) In their 40s, it's the busiest phase of life and it is the time when your natural inbuilt stress resilience, progesterone, is declining. So you have um, too too much stress, too much going on and that influences and increases your stress response hormones, cortisol, adrenaline. They're designed to increase your blood glucose levels now when you can't use all of that because let's face it our stress is not us running away from a saber-toothed tiger our stress is like on our phone or in our house with us or (laughs) mother of teens here (laughs) if you know you know um yeah so your stressors are different to what our primal brains uh, are, are used to so we're not getting rid of that glucose and then it gets stored as fat around our abdomen and so um yeah it's it's really important to address your stress and also build your stress resilience in your 40s because like i said your progesterone is declining and that is your natural stress resilience hormone so um let's talk about hormones so like i said at the start Often those generic things that you're doing do not take into account your what's going on for you, phase of life, where you're at, you know, what your hormones are doing. And I mentioned before how when we're under eating that can impact our thyroid, but also the hormone changes of perimenopause can impact your thyroid. And I will do a whole feature on thyroid in the future uh, episode. But for now, I just want to say that if you're, you know, doing all the right things, eating well, like most of the women I talk to, I mean, you're not eating garbage, you're eating well. Maybe have a few too many wines across the week or um, you've had some more sugar cravings or sweet cravings coming up there as well. But generally, you know, you're eating nice food, you're making nice food for yourself there as well. Exercising, moving your body. Why can't I lose weight? You know, so it's often what I see is the hormones like insulin, insulin resistance is part of the picture, and that can be because of your stress levels or just the way that you're eating or um, how you're eating there. But also, undiagnosed hypothyroidism is one of the biggest things that I find, uh, or that Wendy and I find for our clients, and that is a slowed thyroid slow metabolic rate and maybe you know you've had testing down Your gps like oh yeah it's fine but their ranges and my ranges I paint a different picture because i'm using narrow optimal ranges for women's health so that we can get in early and see when dysfunction is starting to happen before we have to you know we're not waiting until it's really bad and oh here you go you can take this medication to try and balance it out so it's lots of time and opportunity before we get to that point but also it can definitely impact you how you're feeling how your energy your brain fog and, and memory and that kind of thing as well as weight loss or weight gain well before you get get diagnosed with hypothyroidism the other thing is too that you know only measuring one aspect of your thyroid function the thyroid stimulating hormone it's not enough it doesn't tell you the full picture and that's why we do that for our clients is take that you know your free t3 and your free t4 and potentially antibodies there as well to really get a full picture of your thyroid and what's happening there so when i'm talking about hormones not being in balance, it's not just estrogen and progesterone i'm talking about I'm talking as well about insulin, your thyroid hormones there as well. And we need to remember things like testosterone because as um, that relative imbalance with testosterone happens through your 40s and perimenopause into menopause and beyond, it, gets, it becomes a, a higher, relatively higher. And um, that means that it can put you into insulin resistance mode and gaining weight so while I don't do hormone testing I've talked about that there before I like to use a symptom picture to understand what's going on or where you're at um there as well so that's your hormones to consider there as well and we've talked about calorie restriction the one more thing I want to cover off is something that you're probably not getting enough of is sleep and you know maybe it's the last thing on your priority list right now maybe it's your highest priority but you just can't get enough of it (laughs) but it might actually be the reason that your weight is creeping up no matter what you're doing you know all those right things that you think you're doing Uh, sleep is not just a time to you know be lazy or or sleeping (laughs) it's a really complex process and it involves lots of essential mechanisms or things to happen that reboot your body including your metabolism there's a lot of repair and resetting happening there so when you're skimping on sleep again spiking your stress hormones like cortisol and putting yourself into that insulin resistance mode and it can impact or sabotage your thyroid gland so yeah that's all going to add up to weight gain super interesting is that one night of disrupted or insufficient sleep can significantly impact your microbiome your food choices i mean you know it you're eating all those crunchy carbs you're being driven to um to get into those when you're tired you can't make good food choices because your body's just seeking instant energy hits so really prioritizing your sleep to give yourself the opportunity for 7 to 8 hours per night if you can't get good sleep if you're waking and can't get back to sleep then work with a practitioner to get that back on on how it should be because you just can't be you you can't do all the things that you need to do as busy modern woman and mother without sleep you just i mean you know it i don't have to tell you that's why you tell your kids to go to bed all the time because you know how important it is there too so one more thing i wanted to say as well is that your vitamin d levels i forgot to mention this when i was talking about nutrition and nourishment before they can play a role in weight gain so research tells us that low vitamin d is associated with stubborn weight gain so having a hard time to lose weight Addressing that can really play a significant part, can help with your perimenopause symptoms too, and your mood. There's lots of research about how important vitamin D is. Again, it can be tricky to get that tested through uh, the GP or Medicare, but it's worth doing. That's why we do it, because it is so significant, so important in your body there as well. So that is episode 13. We have talked all about why you might be gaining weight. We've talked about what you're not doing enough of, eating, nourishing your body. What you might be asleep falls into that category as well. And what you might be doing too much of over exercising, too busy, too stressed uh, there as well. And, you know, when it comes to weight loss, it's not about following the latest fad or squeezing into a one-size-fits-all approach it just doesn't make sense we're all unique beings we need a unique or individualized approach to what is going on for us we need to understand your body you need to understand your body addressing what it needs what's out of balance what's deficient Um, and most of all you need a sustainable or personalized approach to nutrition and lifestyle because what happens when you finish the program otherwise You just go back to what you did before and you gain weight again. So it's really key to learn and understand what works for you and how to put your plate together ongoing and how to manage eating out, how to manage festivities. All of those things are really important. And if what you're doing doesn't help you learn that or understand that, then you're not going to get long-term results. So by nourishing your body, smoothing out the normal hormone fluctuations of perimenopause getting that holistic mindset in place saying goodbye to that all or nothing approach you really can get on top of and lose those extra kilos but also learn how to navigate perimenopause with grace and ease you know you don't have to keep yo-yo dieting and feeling rubbish perimenopause doesn't have to be horrific you can you know feel good and age and and confidently and and Vibrantly. So, I encourage you to kick those outdated approaches to the curb and um, be curious and reflect and review what you think is contributing to your weight gain and how you're feeling. And remember that I am here. Just reach out and let me know if you have questions or you want to learn more uh, about personalized nutrition and what it can do to you. Uh, I am here for you in that way. Until next time, I'm Sarah, the perimenopause naturopath, reminding you, of course, perimenopause does not have to be horrific. It can be such a wonderful time of life to thrive in. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me today, and I'm looking forward to talking with you next episode, uh, number 14. It's really common for women over 40 to experience the chaos of changing hormones, mood, metabolism and energy. But I hope you know now that common doesn't have to equal normal for you or them. You can help others understand they aren't alone in feeling this way and that perimenopause doesn't have to be horrific by subscribing, leaving a review and sharing this podcast with other women in their 40s and beyond. Thanks so much for listening and sharing your time with me today in this Chaos to Calm conversation.